Welcome to CS Radio. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 31 of CS Radio. I'm J. Michael DeAngelis. And I'm Amy Len Kirshner. And it is December. I cannot believe how quickly the semester went. And yet, how much was jam-packed into it? Oh, so much. I hope everyone had a nice Thanksgiving. Uh, We took last week off, full of turkey and stuffing. And Gilmore Girls? Perhaps. For some some of us. us. (laughs) I'm tempted. I feel like... Uh, living in a house for three years of college, being the only man. I feel like I got a lot of Gilmore Girls by osmosis. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that could happen. And perhaps I'll get these four episodes via osmosis as well, though the one female in my house is not a Gilmore Girls fan, so I don't know where I'm going to pick this up. Well, just on Netflix. It's very easy. I Yeah, but I don't know that I want to commit <laughs> that's fair, to that's four 90-minute episodes. When I it was a lot. I don't know that I've ever seen a full one myself. The witty banter is great. I think you would appreciate it. I will admit that I was sick over the holiday weekend, so sitting in bed and just watching copious amounts of TV was all I wanted to do, and it was great. So it really fit the bill for me. There you go. Well, things are winding down here, but there is still plenty on the calendar to talk about. So let's take a look at what's coming up this week in Career Services. As always, you should double check our website for time changes or additional information by visiting www.vpul.upenn.edu slash career services and clicking on the calendar of events. Starting on this afternoon, Monday, December 5th, at 4 p.m. till 5.30, we have an academic career conference, How to Talk About Your Research Effectively. This will take place in the McNeil Building, Room 97, for doctoral students and postdocs. Please note that this is a new date and location for this event. Again, 4 to 5.30 today, Monday the 5th, in McNeil. When you are on the academic job market, you'll need to be able to talk about your research to both specialists and non-specialists in clear, concise, and interesting ways, and in a variety of different venues. So what do you say, and how long should you talk about it, and how specific should you get? In this workshop, career counselors will explore the different venues where you might have to talk about your research and how to go about talking about it. You'll even get some chance, a chance to practice doing so. On Wednesday, December 7th, from noon to 2, we'll have pen design walk-ins in Meyerson Hall, B3 for master's students in design. We'll have 15-minute walk-ins where master's students can ask quick questions to the graduate team here in career services. Um, You can ask about the job search or whether you have job and internship applications outstanding and you want materials to be reviewed. Pre-registration is not required, but students will be seen on a first-come, first-served basis on Wednesday between 12 and 2. Also on Wednesday at 3 p.m. in Huntsman 255, there will be the first HPAB workshop for students applying to medical school. And later on in this episode, we're going to talk about that in depth with one of the pre-med counselors. Also concerning medical school admissions, on Monday, December the 12th at 5 p.m. in Steitler Hall B26, we will have a medical school admissions panel. And that will be a discussion between career services pre-med advisors, students who have gone through the process, and perhaps representatives from other medical schools, talking about what the application process is like, what admissions representatives look for in a medical school and dental school candidate. So again, that'll be in Steitler Hall B26 a week from today at 5 p.m. If you're thinking about going to medical or dental school, this is the week to really start thinking about it. This is the podcast for you. It is. The HPAB process, the, see if I'm going to get it right, 
the okay. Health Professions Advisory Board is a process pretty unique to Penn, although, as we'll talk about a little bit later, uh, all schools do have some sort of institutional process that their applicants go through. But I, I know from experience and from talking to other schools that ours is pretty intense, in, just in so far as how comprehensive it is. So it's really, it seems like a lot when you're going through it, but the amount of support that you're getting from this office and from Penn as a whole really, really incredible, and we have heard from other medical schools that they're consistently impressed by the packets that they receive from Penn medical applicants. Right, so when you apply from Penn, your application is accompanied by a letter from the university supporting your application, and we'll talk with a pre-med advisor coming up about how we put together that letter and how the HPB process facilitates it. And so even though the semester is winding to a close and you're probably starting to work on your final projects and wrapping up your classes. If you're thinking about applying to medical school, things are actually now just starting to ramp up. There'll have be a workshop this week, as we mentioned, and then in the spring, things really start to take off and you start having to check, check things off your HPAB list. So we wanted to bring in one of our pre-med advisors, Caroline Wilkie, to talk a little bit about who should be attending these workshops, what the timeline is, what the process is like, and why Penn's process is so unique. We are so delighted to have Caroline Wilkie here with us today. Thanks for joining us, Caroline. Thank you so much for having me. It's a delight. Could you tell us a little bit about what you do here in career services? Sure. I'm Caroline. I've been at Penn since August of 2015, and I am a member of the graduate and professional school advising team. So most of my time is spent meeting with and advising uh, Penn students and alumni who are applying to professional schools and graduate schools, primarily medical and dental, but also master's and PhD programs in the STEM fields. And you have some master's and PhD experience yourself, don't you? (laughs) I do, I do. Um, Before coming to Penn, I completed a PhD in medieval history at the University of Notre Dame. Um, And I also worked there in their Office of Undergraduate Research and National Fellowships. Oh, cool. Very cool. cool. So I know that the HPAB process has changed a lot recently, and I don't even actually know how well it's changed. I know in the past, Michael and I even would do Yes, we were both on the committee. And speak with applicants to medical school about their interests and what their research had been like, and that's not really the case anymore. So do you mind telling us a little bit about what that process looks like now? So essentially, we've streamlined it to make it easier for both us and the students, (laughs) and so that's the good news. The HPAB process, which stands for the Health Professions Advisory Board, is essentially Penn's way of providing institutional support for our applicants to medical and dental school. Medical school and dental school are a little bit different from many graduate and professional programs in that they require that institutional support. Each school will provide their students with that support in slightly different ways, and the HPAB process is how Penn does it. So it is mandatory for all applicants to medical and dental school. And we have a process which primarily involves us getting to know the applicants better so that we can write them the committee letter, which is our, again, our form of institutional support. Great. So if I were... Thank goodness I'm not. If I were an undergrad interested in applying to medical school, what advice would you give me so that I could make sure I hit the ground running and was prepared for the HPAB process when I needed to be? 
Well, I think the most important thing to remember is that it's a service for our students. And so it's not evaluative. It's not meant to, you know, weed out students. Um, any student who is applying to medical school can receive this. And again, it's designed to support students and to highlight all the great aspects of their application. The advisor interview, which is how we learn about students so we can write a good, strong committee letter, is designed to get to know you holistically and comprehensively. So we'll talk about, you know, where you came from, what motivated you to choose your major, all the extracurriculars that you've been doing <laughs> to prepare yourself, what you like about medicine and why you want to be a doctor. So it's really a, a process designed to allow us to get to know you as a person um, beyond just your grades and your MCAT score. And so you shouldn't feel stressed about the process or anxious about the advisor interview. It really is designed to help you and to make sure that you're putting your best foot forward to medical schools. So should I come in sophomore year? Would that be plenty of time? <laughs> <laughs> you should definitely come in for, for pre-med um, advising, but you certainly don't need to be thinking about the logistics of the application process at that point. And what, what, what uh, we, uh, we had Pharrell in uh, recently, and uh -huh. he told us a little bit about it, but could you give us a, sort of an overview of what the timeline sure. is? Yeah, so it's a long process to apply to medical school or dental school. So we are going to be starting up the HPAB process again in December. And that process is going to begin at that point for students who want to matriculate into medical school or dental school in August of 2018. So you have to plan ahead for this. The HPAB process begins with a simple workshop. And workshop is a bit of a misnomer. It's really just a presentation. And in that workshop, we will advise you of all of the timeline of everything that you need to complete in, during the spring semester to submit your application, your primary application to medical or dental school in the summer, which is when you should submit. So the first step and the only thing that you need to be thinking about at this point, if you're going to be applying in the upcoming cycle, or if you're a senior who's going to be applying after you graduate, is just to attend the workshop. Once you do that, then you'll have a much clearer sense of how the process works. But essentially, throughout the spring semester, you should be beginning to work on the components of your primary application so that you can submit it in June. Yeah, I think that's great. And that, I believe, will be several of those workshops, not only in December, but probably at the start of the spring semester as well. That's true. Um, <laughs> we have not yet finalized the dates for all of our workshops, but we will have a total of four for med students and one for dental students. So the first workshop will be held for people applying to medical school Wednesday, December 7th from 3 to 4.30 p.m. and Huntsman 255. You only need to attend one of these workshops and you know the earlier is not necessarily better. <laughs> so don't feel if that, if that time doesn't work for you or You'll if you're busy studying for chances. finals, you've got plenty of time in the spring semester to do it. So there's no rush for that. But if you want to, if you're graduating in December or if you want to get a head start on that, you can attend our December 7th workshop. And if I'm sort of undecided, I'm on the fence. If you're undecided and you're a junior, you should wait. <laughs> if you're undecided about when you want to apply, but you're pretty positive that you do want to apply to medical school and you're a senior, then we do recommend that you attend the workshop. You don't need to complete the full process like you would do an advisor interview, but you don't need to prepare your application at that point. You can push pause on your application, but it is a good idea to attend it before you graduate if you're planning to attend medical school with you know a couple of gap years. Great, I think that's very helpful. 
Definitely. And I, I know just from speaking with some people on your team that more and more people are pursuing gap years. So mm -hmm. that's something students can keep in mind as well. There's not a pressing rush if you're undecided, like you said. That's true. A lot of our, our day is spent working with alums and helping them through the process. So you're certainly not too late. If you are an alum and you're listening to this and you didn't attend the workshop during your senior year, that's perfectly fine. Just give a call to our office and we can get you on the current applicant list. The only reason that you wouldn't go through our institutional process is if you were an alum who did a post-bac or who did the majority of your science coursework outside mm -hmm. of Penn. But if you did, if you were a biology major and you took a couple of gap years, you're welcome to go through our process to get that institutional stamp and that would be completely appropriate. Awesome. Well, it comes time for our traditional podcast questions, the first of which is, if you weren't doing pre-med advising here in career services, what would your dream job be? Uh, that's a great question. I would probably want to be a financial advisor. So I really... Did not see that did coming. Did not see that coming, but love it. Medieval history, I was thinking. Yeah, I know, right? I love, I love, I love the one-on-one -on -one aspect of my job and talking with people and helping them think through these big sort of life-changing decisions. But I also like as a bit of a hobby, enjoy sort of investing and thinking about finances. And so that would definitely be my dream job if it were for this. So I'll find a time to speak with you <laughs> sometime soon because I hate that <laughs> and never know what I'm doing. That's awesome. And then the follow-up question would be, if you were to have a spin-off podcast of your own, what would your podcast be? Would it be financial? Would it be medieval? I medieval think it financial? would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that would be really boring. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think my dream podcast would probably be historical. Okay. I think something about medieval history, um, like a you must remember this, but for you know medieval history would be fun. Love that. That'd be great. Yeah, that's great. Well, we're so glad that you stopped by today, and thanks for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Caroline. Financial advising. I know. Did not see that coming. No, out of the blue. Just, it leaves me speechless, clearly. I have my investments set on auto. Auto. And I get those. What, what little money I have invested. I know, and I get those emails. <laughs> Thank you, University of Pennsylvania. Those letters to my house, and I'm like, is there sensitive information on this? Should I shred it? Shred it? Probably. Should I? <laughs> you're, you, you're in the standard pool, but you could move to the adventurous pool or whatever. Like, I, I don't, I, that's awesome. I wonder if she's interested in personal finances as well. I could use some work just day to day <laughs> on that, really. <laughs> well, you know me. What good is money if it's not to be spent? That's true. I'm not much of a saver. <laughs> much to the benefit of those around me, I have to say, but maybe not to the benefit of my long-term goals. Well, that's a topic for another podcast, sure I is. think. But, you know, it is the Christmas season. You know me. I was shopping in September. I've got two things left to get. I am not even sure. I have a drawer full of random stuff that I need to take out and start uh, kind of doing a, an inventory to see where I stand. As I see things, I acquire yeah. them, but now I, I, I don't know. I, Just don't I, end up like my grandmother who spent a lifetime doing that, and then we had a whole house full of odds and ends. Luckily for me, my apartment is very small and it is relegated at this point to a single drawer. And my goal for oh, this so holiday that's season... That's why you want to go through the wall into the next apartment. <laughs> Just storage. I need to get out of this one drawer and distribute all of the gifts and then I'll be set. <laughs>
All right, well, we are gonna be sticking with you throughout the semester all the way to the end, so I think we've got two more episodes this semester, maybe three. I was thinking one, so. Maybe just one. <laughs> It'll T- be a surprise to all TBD. of us. TBD. <laughs> uh, but we will see you for sure next, next week. Next week. Right here on CS Radio. This podcast is produced by the University of Pennsylvania's Career Services Office, a division of the Vice Provost for University Life. Your hosts are Amy Lynn Kirshner and J. Michael DeAngelis. It's produced, mixed, and edited by Karen Yang. Special thanks to this week's guest, Caroline Wilkie. Our theme music is Gotta Keep Moving" by The Losers, used under a Creative Commons license. We'll see you right here next time on CS Radio.